0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to She Seems Cool. We are here with episode six, and I am in New York City with Sarah Wren, which is Rentar on Instagram. Am I pronouncing it correctly? Yes, you are. (laughs) Awesome. So Sarah and I met on the internet. Like most great love stories begin. Yeah. Like, it's the only way I meet people now. Yeah. And Sarah's amazing. So Sarah is a makeup artist with a very gorgeous Instagram feed, I feel like I learn a lot of stuff from I get very inspired and so if I have to put her in a category of like who is she to Me? she is like a beauty inspiration for when I go to the photo shoots and I'm like trying to figure out how to style things because like this girl knows what she's doing this is her my goodness (laughs) what an intro I hope
1: that I can live up to that that's incredible thank
0: you sorry
1: and i'm such a fan of yours (laughs) i think that's how this all started i was like hi what are what's where is that shirt and like where is that like i think i was just poking and prodding at you like a little bit because we're both friends with
0: joanna Mm -hmm. um and i think i would be like hey like she i remember when we were in, (laughs) in london um so in a past life i used to make youtube videos about makeup and random things and somehow Glossier decided that it made sense for them to send me to London. And that's where I met Joanna, who is now our mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And But when I was there, she was like, oh, my friend Sarah, who I grew up with, was like, oh, you're with Chelsea. And then I was like, oh, who's she? And so then I was like, oh, this girl's amazing. And it just blossomed from there. Yeah. So it's as simple as that, guys. Yeah, Cool girls find each other. Exactly. So we're going to go into just... I, I, I'm bearing the lead but Sarah has a really cool job but I feel like it's like we'll just get there and we'll just surprise <laughs> you guys because it's, it's a treat um, so who is Sarah where did Sarah come from the origin story okay
1: uh, Sarah ran as a little girl <laughs> that was born um, in Abington Pennsylvania which is a suburb of Philadelphia mm-hmm. uh, I lived in St. Louis for a little while with my folks my folks divorced my mom came back east and my dad moved to Amsterdam Oh, wow. So went to school, single mom, like the whole drill. I was an only child. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother didn't remarry until I was like 20. My dad is like single forever. Living it up in Amsterdam. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he would call it that, but uh, yeah. So uh, went to public school, lived a pretty ordinary life mm-hmm. um, in the suburbs of Pennsylvania and uh, moved to the city, uh, Philadelphia,
0: uh, when I was 18 and never looked back. I was like
1: 15 years ago now.
0: I love that we lived in Philly at the same time and didn't know it. I mean, I lived in kind of like the basic bitch area of... What area is that? Maniunk. Oh. <laughs>
1: okay. I wouldn't call it... I mean, it's very collegiate. Yeah, I lived in what I would frat call town, yeah. USA. So, I, well, Did te- you go to school out
0: there? Te- te- technically, I lived in Roxborough okay. when I went there. Okay. Um, no, I went to Villanova. All and right. then I was in grad school at Penn and... Ryan, my fiance, had just moved to Man Young straight out of school, so oh, he wow. like lived in Man for like twelve years, like okay. way past like the age the men should be living yeah. there. He was they like, should they should move along. It. Man Wilder, <laughs> it's just Wild. a, it's just a big bar town, and it was a really yes. fun time in my yeah. early twenties to be there. But
1: I have been to a few like messy parties in my early twenties in Man but typically the parking is a nightmare. Driving there super is... super nightmare. This was like pre Uber too. To get yes. out there was.
0: I kind of like it because it reminded me of San Francisco. It was, like, very steep and hilly. So I was like, oh, yeah, I can parallel park on hills. Like, i was like, my e-brake? When do I use that? Now? (laughs) I use my emergency brake every time I park my car. Even on flat land. Is that weird? My boyfriend does that. And and
1: he drives my car a lot. And I get back in my car. And I'm like, what the
0: fuck? You're like, you're driving on the freeway. And you're like, why does it smell like rubber?
1: What What is happening? And he goes, "Uh uh-uh, sorry. (laughs) I'm like, did you grow up on a hill? Like, is your driveway? He just is, like, very... I always thought you uh, had to.
0: You, no. Oh. No. My car automatically now does it and I'm like, yeah. Ooh. But I've, does it automatically No, it which is really annoying. Mm. So every time I have to like click a button. Oh. I just recently got a new car after having the same one for like 12 years. <gasps> so I feel like very, I just sit in it sometimes. Congratulations. I love it so much. I'm yeah, like, Yeah, wow. it's a great feeling. Yeah.
1: I'm in that stage with my car where I've had it for about three or four years. So it's and it somebody hit it and and oh. it's it purely cosmetic so and i haven't real, fixed it. it
0: it hurts your heart and it kind of feels like you, it's a little tainted
1: yeah and i'm at that point where it's like well it's not paid off so i mean this is purely cosmetic do i want to fix it and it's just littered with wawa bags and
0: lip glosses oh and my god i miss wawa so oh. much <laughs> i think we, we're in a 30 mile radius of one i, I think i could probably just i'll just uber do a wawa yeah that's my plans for thursday <laughs> Okay, so did you end up going to any like college, esthetician school, beauty school? Uh, n- I'm kind of hinting at where her career n- path has gone.
1: No, surprise. So everyone asks me that question. I, if it's a very underwhelming answer. So in high school, I did. I was drama geek mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, so I would act in a lot of the plays and musicals, and I would do double duty uh, doing hair and makeup for them
0: because nobody really wanted
1: to do that job Mm -hmm. I was like well I'll do it like I'll learn how to do you know make you look old and and this is you know again pre Instagram pre-YouTube so you're just like looking at pictures and really figuring it out when you go to the costume store old age makeup on like
0: high school plays oh it's the best
1: it's so (laughs) terrifying but uh, from far away it looks great I mean it's not hard to execute Um, but so I did that for a little bit Um, always worked in like hair salons as like secondary jobs no I had some shit jobs like i I was, like, working at a pizza shop. I was a dishwasher place. Mm -hmm. But I finally, like, hit my groove in, like, um, hair salons. Ah, So I was a shampoo girl. And I was, like, this is everything. Like, between the gossip, the looks, like, being able to change your hair, uh, waxing on demand, whatever weird makeup line. You know how they always have, like, a makeup line in Mm -hmm. a salon that you've never heard of?
0: So, like, playing with that stuff. This makes um, a lot of sense because I was always very impressed that you did your own hair. But it's because you've got, the hair. I, I've you've got a history a in hair. I do, yeah. I feel, I'm
1: a little delusionally confident when it comes to doing my own hair and coloring my own hair. But any, everything's fixable. Mm-hmm. So, And uh, a haircut, I'll spend a lot of money on. But color is, like, really – I get my hair colored, like – once a year by somebody else.
0: I should describe that Sarah has really amazing, like, red-toned hair. And red's the hardest one to maintain. You have to go to the salon so much. It's a very expensive one. It's, so if you can learn to do it yourself, I mean, yeah, you it's
1: it's Yeah, red can be a tricky color. Definitely, like, every rinse, I just see it. The dollar <laughs> sign's going down. Um, So came out of hair salons and wanted to do makeup. My parents, neither of them had – my father was a chiropractor, but neither of them had been to, like, formal college. hmm And so sometimes that can bleed into like, well, we want that for you. You should go to college, and um, that's important to us Mm -hmm. to like project, you know, the things that we didn't do. So I think I went to about one or two days of community college uh, in the suburbs of of Philadelphia, and came home and just—I mean, I was old enough to make my own decisions, but I was like, "You're an adult, mom. Please don't make me go back there. I cannot do any more school. If I get a good job, if I start making money, can I got I can't do this." Yeah. And she was like, all right, we'll figure it out. I think about a month later, I started working for a Dior counter (gasps) in a Macy's.
0: Oh, yeah. If I could maybe redo my life, I think I'd want to be a counter girl. Like in like college time. It's, it was epic. Especially Dior was not what it is
1: now at the time. It was very, it had an older clientele. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: So an 18 year old. Like a punky teen year old <laughs> trying to hawk this stuff in a Macy's was just not working. Mm-hmm. So I was there for about four months, maybe. Were you living I, in Philly at this time? I was living in Philly, yes.
0: So where was this makeup counter? King we- of Fresh Mall. Oh my God, you were in the, the, the famous King of
1: Fresh Mall. No, I have an illustrious career, at King of Fresh Mall. <gasps> Mal. I
0: like bounced around. Many a store where I spent in there. all my time when I, I lived in spend Philly. I still spent a lot of time there. I love, it's epic. It's, it, King of, I guess describe it for it's our It's Mall of America,
1: but for the East Coast yes. and a bit less kitschy. So there's no mm-hmm. roller coaster, unfortunately, but <laughs> um, they have a whole designer wing that they've built out probably since the last time you we were here. It's every department store you could think of, every makeup store. So, I became friends with the uh, MAC girls that were, like, at the counter, like, the oh, cool yeah. counter, like, three counters away from my little... Was there a hierarchy of
0: counters? Like, Mac oh, MAC girl is... Oh, of
1: course. Yeah. So, this is... We're talking, like, 2005.
0: Mm-hmm. So, this is
1: pre-Estee Lauder owning MAC. Mm-hmm. So, this is when you, the MAC girls are, like, in high heels. They're so hot. They're so beautiful. They have on so much makeup. Two pairs of lashes. Like, bandeau bras and like mini skirts it's it's happening it's Mm -hmm. the moment for mac really i mean i think through the 90s and the early 2000s was really their their moment and i made friends with them and the trainer who would visit that counter and i would be like please teach me everything you know can i get an interview at the mac store so it was a flagship store in king of prussia mall and just like begged and hounded and hounded finally got an interview Mm -hmm. so i don't know how they do things now but it was um kind of like a a Practice. You have to do a full makeup. Uh, So you had the your talking interview and regular interview. You know, where'd you come from? What's your experience? What do you want to do? Blah blah blah. And then you bring in a model and you do the makeup on them. Terrifying. I don't know what I'm doing. The look I created was, like, it was like gold eyeshadow in the center, like a pinky gold all over, electric eel, which was a very matte bright turquoise across the bottom. I had electric eel. Yeah, (laughs) and then just a very coral cheek, lots of mascara. I think a pair of lashes I put on my model and then like a very um, milky pink lip. Mm. It was aggressive. It was a lot of look, but – they were like, okay, there's a makeup artist
0: in there. Yeah. Because like, I didn't you, go... like, you picked weird colors, but you blended them really well. It was blended.
1: Well. There was a color story there. It was... I very much painted the picture. I was like, this is Miami. This is like a oh, toucan. Already
0: it makes sense. Yeah.
1: And they were like, okay, well, you didn't go with basics. You didn't do just a red lip and like a classic Marilyn Monroe eye. So we can work with what you got. You have the bones. Yeah. Basically, you have a makeup artist. So uh, they sent you to something called Basic back then. And it was like a two or three week intensive course where you learned color theory, you learned mapping of the face. So it wasn't intensive on sales or product knowledge. It was like, here's how to be a makeup artist. Here's, here's like a color wheel. How do you read that? What, what makes sense? Um, and then teaching sales, but in a way that wasn't formulaic to their product, it was like how to be a person, basically how to be a salesperson. And I was 18 at the time. So I had no real voice personality. I was, you know, like You're a 18. lamp. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Me, please, excuse me." Uh, so, went through basic, came out, worked at the Mac flagship store for about three and a half years. And then I was – it was considered a promotion but went to work at a Mac counter in a Bloomingdale's. Was
0: the flagship store – so that was in King of
1: Prussia It was in King of Prussia Mall. I was going to be like, did
0: you work on the one with Walnut? That's where I go. No,
1: never went to that one. Never. I think I maybe moonlit there a few times, like covering shifts because we would all bounce around. We all knew each other.
0: Uh, But never – that was, my, that was my spot when I was deep in my makeup addi- addiction and yeah. there would be like a new release. I would call them. They would put it on hold. I'd take the bus and I'd like go buy oh, seven blushes in one yes. day and then like come home and be like, True. I True. can't I use any of these because they're so gorgeous. So I just yeah. have to look no, at them.
1: There, I still have some stuff that was like – when they did a foffy collection or when they did collection, I would just save those things. Yeah. And I finally had to, like, many moves ago, had to just it yeah, really let go. declutter. I'm yeah.
0: starting to let go right now. It's
1: hard. I'm like,
0: this is very expired. It's really
1: hard. And I just got one of those, the famous, like, Ikea. Draw, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I that got all the, the YouTubers have. It, but it's white. And it's the white. And it's got and the it's little it's...
0: dip in the handle yes. so you
1: can pull it out. So I just Did you get the
0: extra tall one?
1: I did. Yeah. So now it seems like I don't have a lot of makeup. You should probably get a lot more makeup. Yeah. I'm like, is there by god
0: acceptable <laughs> you need to fill them with I, just so glitter much. yeah Ooh, wait yeah. electric eel
1: mm-hmm. i don't have that anymore you probably need four backups too you should get some backups i'm in a. am always into blue eyeshadow so i yeah more is more. Uh, so worked for Mac for uh, a bit, then left Mac and opened the Shuamore counter in Neiman Marcus. Oh, there, ooh, yeah. Fancy so really girl. kind of elevated. Yeah. Um, Shuamore was a brand that I was super into. I've always kind of geared more towards artistry brands and um, kind of outliers. I've never really designer brands don't particularly interest me. I did work for YSL for like a f- small flash. When it comes from a designer house, it's like makeup isn't their mm-hmm. bread and butter. Yeah. Not that there aren't great things. I love a Touche Claw. I love Marc Jacobs Highliners. But I like makeup artistry brands like Mm -hmm. your Max and like your Shu Morris. Uh, So I worked for them for a bit. In the meantime, I'm doing a lot of freelance. So I'm doing a lot of bridal. Uh, When Gwen Stefani launched her clothing line, I did the Makeup for Lambs website. What? Yeah. They were based out of suburban Philadelphia. I met this girl in passing at a MAC counter. She had all this great lamb clothing. And I'm the biggest Gwen Stefani nerd. And I was like, where are you getting all this clothing? She's like, I work for Lamb. And I was like, whoa, the phone. Like, yeah, I got to come get a job there. Yeah, can I work there? They traded me clothes for services. I mean, fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'll do all the makeup because it ended up, you know, the clothes were more expensive than my day rate would have been in the suburbs and with my skill set at that point. Uh, I did, um, a pilot for Comedy Central I was doing hair and makeup, just kind of all
0: over the place. I wasn't super hungry for work, but it always, I would have one bride and like, you have a very good personality. So you seem like you're the type of person that they'd be like, oh, you got to meet Sarah. Oh, Sarah can do this. Yes,
1: I'm not, I think you're a typical makeup artist and I, with bridal looks, I tend to always go a little softer, like what I would want. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan of like huge contour like that yeah. really Instagramy or I say Kardashian makeup. While I love a, a sleigh, that isn't
0: really my aesthetic. And I think mm-hmm. with a lot of bridal artistry, that's what you. It's just kind it of it feels one to track. be. It's like great, and we'll contour you. We'll do this. We'll do that. And we'll put a smoky eye with an eyeliner yeah. and put a false lash on, and you're good. And it's like mm, is yeah, it can that be really executed the well. For the it
1: can be executed well, but then it's a weird fit. Yeah. Uh. So. And I'm just real with people, like women that come in and are like, "I want to do a red lip for my wedding." And I'm, have you ever worn a red lip? Yeah. They people go, no. sometimes want to look very different. Um, like today isn't the day for experimenting, babe. Yeah. Or also, like, just start wearing a red lip now so everybody gets used yeah. to it. That's my advice. We're either not doing it, or you're like committing yes, now, this is your new and life. you're wearing a red lip all the time. Uh, so, uh, always loved it. It was great money. Uh, could do it on the side. I guess about three years ago. So, counters, Shuamura, just kind of bopped around in Neiman Marcus for a while. Uh, loved the discount. Loved everybody <laughs> that I worked with. So And it allowed me to have the spare time to do the things that I wanted. I then got recruited by Blue Mercury. Oh, cool! Yeah. I've worked at every make- makeup place possible. So I was a manager for Blue Mercury. Uh, I wanted to work in the city, so I had been driving out Community King of Pressure for so long. And if you know anything about Philadelphia, you know about Seventy Six. Yes, and Seventy Six is two lanes in, two lanes out of a major city that's built between a mountain and a river. It's a, it's a very difficult drive, and and you can spend it should it's 20, mi- 20 miles. Excuse me. So it should be you know if there's no traffic, twenty five minutes. Yeah. I would spend sometimes, if there was a baseball game and a concert, three hours in my car trying to get home. And I was just in tears, like, I need to work in the city. So I became a manager at a Blue Mercury in West Philadelphia. And I worked there for, like, another probably three years. And then I read an article about milk makeup. Uh now hint, hint, hint. <laughs> uh now friend of mine, um Sable Young, uh mm-hmm. former beauty editor at Allure, uh was working for um is was it called Exovane? Exo Vane. Oh. XOXO girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. defunct
0: now, but it was a an online. I, I think she's who I found Lemonhead from. Yeah, she had probably gotten, it, and it was OG she, like Lemonhead blown up no. now like oh Euphoria, but like I had she, Lemonhead a year ago, but yeah. she had it before, and I think she got. it She sent knows to the her. best shit. If you're yeah. not
1: following Sable Young on Instagram, you you have
0: to follow Sable Young. She's a if beauty writer. If you follow writer. her, then you're just gonna think I'm a scam because it's like I get so inspired by her. She's epic. She's also
1: so funny.
0: She's really, really uh, witty.
1: So I read an article of hers where she had done a profile on this new brand called Milk Makeup, and everything was very uh, utilitarian. Everything looked like kind of school supply Mm -hmm. in style, and they were all about uh, kind of low-impact ingredients, things that weren't going to harm your skin, but not sacrificing that for payoff. I think a lot of times we see a lot of the more natural brands, and they all have like a rosebud salve Mm -hmm. that you can use on your lip and your cheek, and like that's about where the buck stops, or like earth tone stick eyeshadows or something. But this was a brand that had the quality ingredients. It was paraben-free, it was vegan, but had bright blue eyeshadows. And they had uh, crazy orange lipsticks. And they had a marker for your eyes. And it was super intriguing. So I got in my little car, drove my 45 (laughs) 45 minutes out to King of Prussia Mall, went to the Sephora. Um, It was in very limited distribution at the time. This is three years ago. They were probably in about 40 doors. Mm -hmm. Really Small, small piece. I spent about, like, 45 minutes at the gondola, spent a fuck ton of money, like, 250 <laughs> bucks, bought, like, one of everything, took it home, played with it all, fell in love. So, for about three or four months after that, stocked a job mm-hmm. for Milk Makeup. So, daily, Every weekly. Every day, refresh Googling. Refresh, yes, refresh, Googling, Google, like, word alerts anything to work for this guy trying to find out who worked there trying to get a hold of anybody it was such a small company that there wasn't a lot of information out there uh finally something popped up a friend of mine actually found it and sent it to me and it was an account executive position two were open one was based in dc and one was based in chicago i'll move (laughs) yeah well that my thought was i'll move but also like let's just see what they're about is it everything i've made it out to be Uh, so I had a phone call interview, Skype interview the whole time. I'm like, I know this, this guy that I'm talking to. He looks super familiar, super handsome, super charming. We finally get to, we met when I worked at Neiman Marcus, he came in to train on another beauty product a million years ago and we had hit it off and it all came kind of flooding back. So his name's Ishvan. He's fabulous too. If you don't follow him, um, on Instagram, he's like all about skincare. He also like does his skincare without a shirt on and he's very hunky. So
0: he will be linked in yeah. the
1: description. <laughs> he's, he's pretty epic. So you get your hunky skin care. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's, that's a new tag
1: for him. <laughs> uh, so he came to Philadelphia. We had a sit down talk, and at that point I really wanted the position, but I didn't want to move. So I came in with, well, all right, this DC position, it's East Coast. Mm-hmm. Like what does that look like? Why can't I live here? So let's say the territory goes a little farther north. So what if we rearrange things and it's like more Long Island to D.C.? So it makes a little bit more sense for me to be right in the middle. Mm-hmm. I broke him down. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, he saw that I was like a spaz for the brand. It, it, I I think in my interview, I was, I was like, see. I get this more yeah. than anyone you're going to talk to. I had really an inordinate amount of confidence at that point. <laughs> Love it. And Because I didn't have anything to lose. I had a job that I liked, uh, but I just really wanted to express to him how much I was feeling it. So the, he redistributed uh, the doors, and I got an account yeah. executive job with Milk Makeup. Look at you,
0: yeah. advocating for yourself, changing yeah. the territories. You go, girl. It's real.
1: It can happen. It re- I was like, are you sure? Yeah. Uh, so if you don't know what an account – do you know what an account executive does? You probably do. I mean, I deal Because you're with in them. the biz. Yeah. yeah.
0: But you can describe them, I guess, for our, our listeners at home. Yeah.
1: Essentially, I go uh, – an account executive, like myself, would go door-to-door training on the product, hosting events, giving out gratis. Essentially, if the people in the store, the beauty advisors, and for this example in Sephora, they like you, they like the brand, they sell your stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's mining and dining, showing them the best tips, showing them the best tricks, uh, and just really building those relationships. And usually, an account executive has anywhere between 30 and, like, 50. Some have, like, hundreds of doors, depending on how big the brand is. And they have to cover a really massive territory. First of all, it's really lonely. Yeah. Now I'm an only child, so put me You're in a hotel for a week. Yeah. It's I'm good. It's fine. It's, there's, like, a movie theater around and, like, a Target. I'm good. My, <laughs> yeah. That's entertainment for the week. Um, but it is a really, like, road doggin job. You're – I was away – I mean, I travel a lot still, but I would be away, like, two weeks out of the month and in the middle of fucking nowhere, like, in the middle yeah. of Long Island, where I don't know anybody, and in, like, Arlington, Virginia. You're just really out there uh, doing your thing. So it's a lot of time siloed. But for me, it made me really good at my job because I was single at the time – Really focused yeah, on the job. Very much a single person's <laughs> yeah. career. It's really hard to maintain anything. There was a very long time where I was single because it's super difficult. I mean, I was also, my priority was milk makeup. And still very much is my, my baby and my priority. But at that point, I was like, I'm building something here. And this is a small company and they value me. So mm-hmm. yeah, that can wait. I'm not having much luck there anyway. So whatever. Very hard to maintain friendships, let alone a relationship when you're away that much. Uh, so, I give anybody credit that does that
0: job. There are people that do it for years, a mm-hmm. lifetime of it. And yeah. it's very, uh, time Understanding family partner, a good pet sitter or I mean, something Truly, like, yeah. Somebody to come water your plants. Yep. All my, all my girlfriends. Can't forget have done about that. the fig leaf. No.
1: <laughs> Never. So, uh, in another turn of bravery, I, I so not last year's holiday party, the holiday party
0: before. I like the, whatever this happened <laughs> happened at a holiday party, yeah, so, so it might have, have been Milk, a little
1: liquid courage. Milk makeup ha- is known. Well, Milk Studios. Uh, so Milk Makeup is based out of Milk Studios. It's an extension of the photography studio in New York. Uh, is known for very epic parties in general. So obviously our our holiday parties are, are no exception. So we had a holiday party at like, I think it was like a very fancy steakhouse here in mm-hmm. Manhattan. Uh, yeah, it had a, we had a seafood tower, which is, whoa. I know <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we're rich. We're <laughs> so rich. So, uh, I definitely had like a few martinis, had like a lobster claw and we started talking to our CMO and some of our co-founders. And again, at that point, super small company, maybe like 40 people work for the whole company. I said, you know, we don't have a pro artist. And I was thinking it should be me. Wow. Just, Love it. It was kind of a lark. I said it just in a way that, um, like, a very protective way. Like, I'm joking, so, like, if you're not into it, I, yeah. I'm fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah,
1: which is, like, my go-to. I like, just fight it with, like, humor. And, like, it's no, safe. I don't actually care, even though I, anything I'm saying, I care so much. Yeah. Uh, so I think right away, Rossi, who's one of our co-founders, amazing guy, was like, hey, hey, yeah. We've been talking about you. We have plans for you. Don't worry about it. So there had been another dialogue happening that I wasn't aware of about me moving forward in that capacity. So about three weeks later, we've created a new, new role at Milk Makeup, and that was the role of studio artist. Wow. And that's... And wow. here
0: is where she is that's now. I am. So you are the studio artist for Milk Makeup, which is an insane role. It's fucking crazy
1: (laughs) it's crazy to go from being a fan of something to and now I'm told by the people that I work with that well you're the face of our brand and I'm that I can't get my I can't get my mind around that when I'm in we're we're expanding globally now and I'm in other countries and people say that they know me or that they've seen me or they've learned makeup stuff from me or they're happy to meet me. I'm like, who gets to do this job? What has happened to my life? My life started at 31, 32 is when I got the job at Milk. And I feel like everything before that, now all the stuff that I used to be stressed about and jobs, and like where is my career going? That's all just like washed away. Mm -hmm. And I'm here in this completely insane place I still can't believe it. I feel like I'm gonna be found out like they're yeah, gonna find out every, that I'm like
0: not that good and everybody, not that cool. everybody has imposter syndrome it's yeah. like I I have it where like clothes will come in and I'll be like I can't pick anything out like what if everyone hates everything like yeah. what if this customer comes in and I don't even know how to speak
1: and yeah it's it, very overwhelming I mean the more responsibility you get doesn't feel better always mm-hmm. it feels like oh yeah. Nobody used to care if I fucked up. Nobody used to care if I didn't show up. Mm-hmm.
0: And now, you know, the face, baby, they're gonna. I guess on the face, on the face, yeah. So, so what does being the head artist entail?
1: A lot of different things. Uh, so, first and foremost, I create uh, the majority of the makeup that you see on the Milk Makeup feed, which so is amazing,
0: amazing looks.
1: It's the best job. I get to play like makeup Barbie. So, if it's not user-generated content, it's usually me or uh, my assistant makeup artist. Uh, her name is Martina. She's amazing. I do our product training videos. You can see those on YouTube. They're like one-minute snippets. Uh, they're called product spotlight videos. So, I just walk you through a product. I'm like, hands hey, is Sarah. This is Hydra primer Ah. I do eventing. So, whenever we are launching in a new country or having an event in store or doing... You know, Events with Sephora, like their conferences, I'm there. I do makeup for our co-founders if they need it on the fly. I help with product development. I give quotes to press. I really, it's a lot of different things. It's hard to say what my job is exactly because I work with every division of our company, whether it's product or PR. Uh, I just help design something I almost said what it was, and it's a secret. (laughs) Um, So I help a lot with product development. Uh yeah it's it's a lot of everything I think of like remember that Mickey like the old Mickey Mouse cartoon where like the hole kept popping up in the boat oh, yeah. and he puts a finger in and he puts a toe and I think that's a little bit of how I am and they'll make up they're like we need somebody for this like who makes sense and it's
0: like well have Sarah do it mm-hmm. and I'm like okay sure where are we going okay yeah. I'm down but I, I you gotta love that though because you don't get bored
1: no you have
0: so much different stuff different challenges mm-hmm. you got this going on one week I, oh I'm a little bored of that oh nope you got this yeah. I, I'm only in our office about two days a week, which is great. I still
1: work in stores two, three days a week, and then I travel a ton right now. So no days the same. The days where we don't have a shoot and I'm just in the office it's so weird. I yeah, feel like I an alien. Imagine. I'm like, this is not my space. I've never been in office, girl. I'm like, how do I, What do I wear? What do I do? What time do we eat lunch? What's happening? <laughs> how late do you stay? Do we all leave at different times? I'm like, best in the office. They're like, just go. Like, you don't need to be here. Uh, so it's really great because I can't imagine being tied to like just you know working in an office all day. If you're an artist or a creative in any space, it's
0: you. You need to be out in the world and talking to different people. Absolutely. So, I think that on Instagram you were just basically traveling the world. So, I you mentioned yeah. you guys are launching globally, mm-hmm. so that must have been what was going on.
1: Yeah, I just got back. I just got back Thursday from Spain. We were in Madrid. So, we launched uh, Sephora Spain. So, we are an exclusive brand to Sephora. Mm-hmm. So, we launched in Sephora Spain and then 2 weeks before that, we launched in Denmark, Sweden, and Germany. Wow. So I was in
0: Copenhagen.com in Berlin. So you come up to New York, and you're here like two days out of the mm-hmm. week, three days, and you're doing photo shoots, and you're so you're making the content that's going to go Yeah, on.
1: so I'm doing Instagram stories, I am doing swatching, I'm doing face charts. Today we did some quotes for a publication, um, marketing meetings, planning the calendar, planning launches. Uh, ideas for events mm-hmm. every day is super different that's just kind of what today was mm-hmm. that's amazing and you get to stay in a hotel yes stay in hotel every week whatever one life. I want
0: really yeah I usually go with Marriott's because of the points I need to get on the, the... I'm really good with the airline points and credit card points, yeah. but the hotel point thing I still haven't captured. I do hotels.com, and okay. I get I earn those free nights after 10 nights. Oh, well, that's... It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Because a lot of the places I stay at are on that.
1: Mine is just... I stay at a bunch of kind of like uh, cheaper Marriott's so that I can stay in Philadelphia at like the Ritz-Carlton one night. Mm-hmm with my guy boom do it let's do it let's smoke weed and stay at the ritz (laughs) i love it i love it love a staycation yeah that's amazing okay so
0: so you're a you're a milk fanatic huge what are the holy grail products kush mascara first yes so kush mascara was
1: a long time in the making it's the first product to be sold in sephora that had any like cannabis component to it and, which is very controversial because at the time there wasn't anything in that space uh, people could, didn't know about CBD versus THC and what was psychoactive and what wasn't I mean we still get a lot of questions about can I fly with this can I travel abroad with this and we're like it's makeup it's okay so we use a, a hemp derived cannabis sativa seed oil so no THC Uh, And we do that because we are a vegan brand. We lean away from beeswax or like a synthetic beeswax that would typically be in a regular mascara or lip balm. Oh, so that is a good ingredient replacement. Yeah. It nourishes, moisturizes the lashes, gives you a healthier lash, never gets like crispy. Hmm. So Kush mascara is probably top for me. Um, You'll see now in the Sephora landscape, I always say that Kush crawled so all these other brands could just walk in with weed into yeah. Sephora. <laughs> and that really is how it is. Because now you go and they have like a pot leaf end cap. And, you know, everyone is is in the game. Kiehl's is making like a cannabis-based oil. So, yeah. so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a free market now. now.
0: Yeah, we had a an oil, like, like a lotion that had that cannabis sativa oil in it. And somebody came into the store once and, got to admit, a little bit of a sketchy character. And scooped a giant thing Ooh. on it and put it all over themselves and were like, so how much THC is in this? Wow, and they were hoping to kind of get really high off the lotion. Wow. And I was like, there's there's none. It's just like regular lotion. And they were like, oh. and then they had like all this unrubbed in lotion on their arms. And I was just like, please don't touch anything. Just, here's a tissue. <laughs> and they no. like, I'm going to leave. But it was it cracked me up because yeah, wow. people, there's a lot of misconceptions revolving.
1: Sure. I'm sure in California yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, because they I think just... like, it's, I'm like, I don't have like a license to, like, to be disposed dispensing anything we're just a clothing store so like we don't have anything that's going to be psychoactive you i guys. think the impression to, for california
1: is that all from the rest of the country is that everyone is always stoned and you can buy weed at like the yeah. 7-eleven <laughs> i'm like no from being there so many times and being um an avid weed fanatic i'm like no i wish it was like that readily available and in every body lotion
0: I go to a very um, bougie spot in San Francisco Mm. called the Apothecarium. Oh, it's and it's basically the Apple Store of weed, and it's got it's very beautifully designed. But I'm a Dosis pen pen fan. Oh, yes, I've seen you. Yeah, so I'm a flower girl. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm I'm lazy. That's really what it comes well, down to. I it, like it just it there. It's done. So
1: my boyfriend introduced me to these cones that are you just so it's um, this has really gone off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the tip and the paper already set up. So you just dump the weed in and twist the top. Oh wow! Okay, so there we go. if you want to get back, just I like a pen for like a mild day. Yeah. But if I'm, you know, I went to see Hustlers on Friday, and I was like, I need to get, I want to get stoned, yeah, and see the stripper movie, yes. So we like roasted a bone, and just that got me where I needed to be. Perfect. So I'm a big fan of the Lul, mm-hmm. um, I, and I have tried the Dosis.
0: I like those too. I mean, I'm not turning down weed at yeah. this point. I'm not. Dosis is very mild. Yeah. I use it for for anxiety, yeah. and cramp relief. Per- exactly, it's great for that. Yeah, I love them all. Sleeping too. Yeah. I just follow whatever the per- like it's. They just named it sleep, and I'm just like, well, if I'm trying to sleep, I have to use the sleep one. I can't <laughs> use the calm one. That's for being calm. Like that's, that's a different vibe. Like I'm very easily guided. Yeah. <laughs> so so you love the mascara. What mm, else? Yes. is there? Um.
1: Okay. We have a mask that I love a lot. Our matcha detoxifying mask. We make masks that are in a stick.
0: I love that. I love it. Because I was packing my suitcase, and I was like, oh, I can bring that one because you gave me that one, so I have it in my suitcase. Because I was like, oh, I can use that there. It's easy. I don't have to worry about liquids. I don't have to worry about like spilling. No mask under your nails because mm-hmm. you always have really pretty nails too. And my you have very gorgeous nails. I've been watching my, you gesticulate, and I'm just like, oh, those babies are so long. I'm gonna grow my oh, nails that long. We can long. no.
1: These, this is uh, we'll talk about it, but this is powder I've with heard, an extension. Under okay, it. I've heard powder is like the oh, powder is the new acrylic. Yes, it's everything. Uh, my biggest issue with masks, so I have like a, um, like a paintbrush, like I have a mask like thing, but then you have to wash the Yeah, thing. I try to
0: do like little bowl with the Yeah, thing. It just feels like you, a routine. It, it makes
1: exactly. it Exactly. It feels very ritualistic, uh, but if I'm feeling super lazy, I hated getting mask under my nails, so now it has it in a stick. So it's uh, matcha green tea and kombucha, there's lentil, witch hazel, a little bit of salicylic in it, so it's not drying, but it really like cleans you out right away. You can put it on every morning. I usually put it on every morning before i get the shower after every plane ride i use it five minutes rinse it off couldn't be any easier it doesn't burn
0: Mm -hmm. easy travel routine perfect yeah what are some and i'm asking this for my own personal selfish reasons yeah uh some good photo shoot makeup tips because I shoot the photos on myself, yeah. do my own makeup, and I feel like I've got a pretty sh- good scheme going. But you know what? I take the pictures from far away. I've got a lot of jewelry sure that maybe cool. should be taking some close-ups on a model. Yeah. And that means pores. It means close-ups yeah. of my face.
1: You well, know? I think at this point, real everyone wants to see real texture. Mm-hmm. So I think this whole Which like, is good because I don't know
0: how to Photoshop.
1: <laughs> super like <laughs> bombed out, really smooth skin just isn't practical and that's not real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think my biggest thing is be more matte than you think you should be throughout your T zone. Yes. Because <laughs> even a very matte skin looks shiny. There can be like some hot spots from like, your lighting, whatever your lighting rig is. Uh, so be more matte than you want to be. Stay away from mica, stay away from talc, things that flash back. Our setting powder I love doesn't have any talc in it, it's a cornstarch base. Um, flashback is when uh, you, you take a photo with a flash. And uh, you've seen it. Everybody has seen it. They're like the red carpet <laughs> with like the raccoon, the reverse raccoon eyes that are like super white. Yeah, we've seen like the famous. There's a Nicole Kidman one and I an Angelina Jolie one. There's an Angelina Jolie one that's really rough too. Yeah. Um, and it's like I mean, you know, somebody like lost their head. Mm-hmm. Two heads were lost over those. So stay away from talc. I mean, talc is shit for you anyway. So just you know, avoid a talc based powder and avoid
0: mica anything that you're putting all over because it's gonna just flash back Mm -hmm. I use the the milk makeup um, the setting powder I have that It's incredible just I leave that at the studio and I have another one for Mm -hmm. my apartment and sometimes I actually because it's got a little bit like it's not translucent I've got like the light color yeah we did so sometimes I just use that as like makeup And I'm just like, it's like the tiniest bit of color. It's very blurring.
1: It's very smoothing. So I just
0: feel like I just look like nicer, Mm -hmm. but I don't look like I'm wearing makeup. Makeup, But it's just like sort of just blurs it all together.
1: Yeah. It just kind of softens everything. They've infused avocado powder in it. So it creates a smoother look to the skin and it's not drying. So even if you aren't wearing any makeup or if you have dry skin, it's a really nice powder for that. But they made three translucent shades. Typically you get like one kind of translucent white mm-hmm. that on a deep skin gives a white cast. Yeah. So we did three translucent shades so they fit a myriad of skin tones. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Um. So So – we've just had fashion week and whatnot, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of beauty that's integrated in that. So are you seeing any beauty trends coming up or is there anything that you're excited about that's even current right now? I
1: think, I mean, I'm going to be so... I'm beating a dead horse here, but um, Donnie, the makeup artist, friend friend of Milk, the makeup artist from Euphoria is really Mm -hmm. having a moment, which makes me so excited and happy for her because in the makeup space right now, everyone's a fucking makeup artist. Everyone has a camera they have youtube they can learn they can go buy brushes you anybody can be a makeup artist when i started it, it was there was no youtube there was mm-hmm. i mean there was maybe like pixie i was watching like sam and Nicole chapman mm-hmm. um and like that that's what there was now it's anybody so to make noise in this space now is huge mm-hmm. so i'm really loving the looks that she's creating the use of um bright colors Uh, The use of like really natural, yummy skin, glitters, gemstones, fake lashes, like more is more and it's self-expression.
0: I love it. The euphoria thing has been making me so happy just seeing the future of it feels like where makeup daily wear is going to this like Mm -hmm. hunger games sort of place of makeup is your peacock moment and it is just like i mean hunger games is like a dystopian terrible future so (laughs) like you don't want to equate it to that but just like this idea in the future of radically changing your appearance in ways that's totally socially acceptable but really fun and creative and i don't know yeah
1: we were actually just talking about before we started that whole thing of oh well that looks beautiful on you but i couldn't wear mm -hmm. it and that that self-hindrance almost that's like a little bit of a microaggression and I don't I've never felt that way about makeup I mean I was the person that wore in high school I like thought I was Gwen Stefani I wore no foundation had like white blonde hair that I had bleached myself so it was like ragged and I wore a bright red like blue toned Mm -hmm. lipstick every day to school and I got tortured for it, but I thought I was the shit. You weren't going to yeah. tell me anything. And I took it off at the end of the day, and it's fine. So I think experimenting just, like, with clothes, with makeup, with hair, none of it's permanent. I mean, obviously, permanence isn't something – I like yeah. tattoos. So permanence isn't something that I, I really Editor's note, she's have
0: pointing to her tattoos. Have,
1: I don't have I, – I commit when I yeah. do to a look. But I think – Yeah. Treating it more playful. It's not something you have to do every day. I think a lot of times we see, especially with people that are um, a little bit older. I know like people, my mother, like people that are a little bit older get stuck in this like one, like this is my look and this is what works for me. Mm -hmm. And they see all these beautiful looks and they're just like, they seem so unattainable. Mm -hmm. So that's part of what I want to do and what we want to do at Milk is to be like, no, if you, you, hey, you can wear a, Peach blush one day and keep it supernatural and then if you wanna fuck around with the green eyeshadow on the weekend, let's do it.
0: Let's it all comes it.
1: off and exactly. it's fine.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I love it. This is this is a good note to end on. We have left with a inspirational message. Yeah. Wear what the fuck you wanna wear. Wear what the fuck you wanna wear. <laughs> me <An-o-me. laughs> Milk makeup, baby. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for coming. I hope you guys um, are now going to go out and check out Milk and go to Sephora and go on to the Instagram. You're going to see Sarah's face all over the place. Yes, get ready. You'll be able to put a face to a name or a voice. It's kind of fun sometimes. You hear someone talking and then you're like, oh my God, that's what they look like. So like quick, run yes. to the Milk Instagram or run to Sarah's Instagram <laughs> and, and get that satisfaction. So thanks so much. We're actually going to go out to dinner now. Yeah. Uh, we're in New York City, baby. Live it up. Thank you, Chelsea. Awesome. Thank you so much and have a great day, everybody. I want to thank Sarah so much for taking the time to speak to me back in September 2019 in New York City, pre-COVID, pre-quarantine, pre-me getting married, pre-me getting pregnant. So much has changed and the world is in such a crazy place right now. I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy and practicing social distancing. It's uh, a really, really crazy time just to be a person in all of this, let alone a business, but... Honestly, not my priority. It's, we've posted about it on our Instagram, or I posted about it, but the goal for Anime right now is just to keep the employees paid, our bills paid, and we're just running a lot of sales just to try to like put a couple bucks in the bank account, use those, and we'll figure this all out when it ends, you know? It just feels it feels gross and weird to try to be like functioning, a functioning business right now. But so, Anyways once again thank you guys so much for listening stay safe stay healthy that's all that matters